Hey, this shit, this shit, this shit. My life, my life, nigga. This shit, Bryce. All right, welcome to episode four of Ballin' Out. This is Adele. This is Natalie. And we are back. <laughs> we are back. <laughs> I say that with a sigh of relief because, yeah, because it just feels like there's so much going on every single week, every time we're on Definitely. the mic. There's even a lot going on in Billboard's offices. Right now we are talking into some very fancy new recording equipment. Yeah, we'll definitely snap a photo and post it because this, this, is this like new equipment grade. is like, the real deal right now. Let's start with last night's Game 5. Cavs forced a Game 6 after landing a 112-97 to victory over the Warriors. And of course, as the resident Golden State Warriors fan, I... I'm disappointed, but at the same time, I am so glad that there was a game that we were actually watching last night with the scores yeah. being so close to No, one it was another. actually competitive and not just like boring and stupid. Absolutely. It wasn't just a lot of passing. People were making buckets. And, you know, you got to give it up to Kyrie and LeBron. They each yeah. scored I mean, 41 points a piece. stuff. Like, nobody's ever done that before in the history of the NBA. So, yeah. like, come in first pair of teammates to score at least 40 in a finals game. So, yeah. you can't even hate on Cleveland right now because they brought their A game but at the, the final is, hour. <laughs> the thing is, the Warriors fans are hating on Cleveland, as well, as is their right, as is their right. But this they is are true. like bringing these petty signs that were filling the arena. Um, I did see like a, a humongous uh, blow up close up face of both Draymond Green and Steph Curry in the stands and I think LeBron was about to go take a take a <laughs> he was about to do a free throw and I was just like well that's annoying I would definitely be distracted if I had seen like humongous blown up faces of Draymond and Steph just looking right back at me while I'm trying to focus <laughs> he's used to it though but like all these people were like chanting like LeBron's a bitch like as he left the arena it's like come on like just like sportsmanship or whatever. I don't want to be that person. Sportsmanship, also, 2016. Like, I know, where, where I they know, do they do that, I Natalie? <laughs> I don't know. Like somewhere, maybe. Like, I just feel like there's got to be like some of that, right? And especially as we talk about later with our guest Nick Young, just they're being basic fans anyway. Like they left before the game was even over, and once it seemed like the Warriors were going to lose, like that's not being a fan. Absolutely, I've been a Nick fan, and I stuck and I sat in Madison Square Garden until the bitter end. Doesn't even matter if we knew the outcome or not, and usually the outcome was the Knicks losing. <laughs> but that's besides the point. You know, it just feels like ever since the Warriors have been on this stride, a lot of people are just rooting for the heroes. Yeah. More yeah. so than the underdogs. No, I know. I think, like, people just have a hard time conceiving of LeBron as an underdog. And he's not really, but it's just because of his team. You know, and I know we've talked about how you used to ha you have a history with LeBron. You know, your feelings about him are complicated. So I mean, I just thought he was a real <laughs> asshole when he was with Miami. I mean, right. now, now seeing him, um, you know, just really flourish as a leader in Cleveland – um, you know, having to you work with the team that he has, which isn't even a terrible team because you right. have Kevin Love and you have I know, but Kevin Kyrie Love Irving. Isn't doing anything. There, well, there were so many Kevin Love jokes I saw I on Twitter know. last night. Like Love Zero. <laughs> That's what LeBron has. But you know, it could be worse. It really could be worse. Um, yeah. Kyrie Irving was able to hold his own. Every everything that he was shooting was making it in, um, and. You know, it just it just feels nice to actually have a series where sure. it feels like both teams could actually 
Yeah, it's be been really, it's been winning. strange so far. Like the vibe has been weird. It's either like all one way or all the other way. Um, but yeah, so we'll see what happens in Cleveland mm-hmm. on Thursday. Absolutely. And um, beyond the Cavs and Warriors duking it out in the rap <laughs> world, it seems that there was, I guess, these rumors that Vic Mensa and Chance the Rapper were beefing. It seems like an unfair, like, even matchup because Chance the Rapper, at this particular moment at least, is, like, way more famous than Vic Mensa, but they're both from Chicago, so I don't know. Explain it to you know, me. They were, I don't know They what's were going part on. of this, you know, they've been rolling together and, uh, you know, shout out to Save Money crew, but it seems like Vic Mensa shared an Instagram photo and it was for his 23rd birthday party where he was with Beyonce, Chance, and Jay-Z, but then there was a photo circulating that <laughs> blurred out Chance the oh, Rapper right. from, okay, that. <laughs> from, from that whole group. Which, so like, automatically like timelines are just to, jumping. Like, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna go Photoshop this guy out. Like, just yeah. so timelines know, like, were like jumping all over that saying, oh my gosh, there's beef. And then Vic Mensa, did this uh, freestyle, and I forget which radio show it was on, but he 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 was kind of taking aim at like this fictional or imaginary person, and that everyone was trying to fill in the hole, saying that he, it was meant for chance. It was meant for chance. Um, but then I uh, then there was a photo that also came out on Instagram where Vic and Chance were together, and everything seemed all good. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? I feel like. That just, they both don't even seem like dudes who would, like, have beef. You know what I mean? So. I know. It, like, it they're so kind strange. of, like, all about the love to some extent. It just, I don't know. Yeah. Especially anyway, Chance. But the internet loves let's not make Vic and Chance beef a thing because things. I would not be here for it at all. No. Yeah, they're both, they're sweet. They're good. They're good. Let, don't, don't fall into the internet trap, you guys. We have more bad internet things happening in the injury report that we will discuss. Don't go there, Vic and Chance. Just stay where you are, doing cool stuff. For sure. And then if we can take it to our real MVP shout-outs for the week. You're the real MVP. Um, Natalie, did you have someone on your plate? I mean, I think we just are talking about the same guy, really. Just Kid Cudi. Um, you know, he's been... His place in the news has been interesting recently, to say the least. He's certainly... Dropped some songs that were unexpected. People, uh, he's just, he's in an interesting place, but he's not letting that phase him. And in the face of the sort of insane tragedy that we saw on Sunday in Orlando, the largest mass shooting in US history, um, which is just insane. And it was also basically being discussed as an act of terrorism. It's mm-hmm. a hate crime because mm-hmm. it took place at a gay, at a gay nightclub. nightclub. Yeah. So and just to let so, our listeners know, so on early Sunday morning, um, a gunman showed up at this gay nightclub called Pulse in Orlando, um, taking the lives of 43 pe- uh, 49 people excuse me, and uh, injuring 53 more, making it the worst mass shooting in American history. And, you know, it just seemed like a very, very dark cloud was over everybody's head for the past couple of days because it just seems like this gun violence is never ending. Right. And not to make it so, you know, not to make it uh, make this podcast seem a little bit on, on, on a down point, but Kid Cudi was actually one of the celebrities that spoke out um, and even called out the hip-hop community for being the least outspoken when it comes to gay rights. And, you know, Ty Dolla Sign agreed, but, you know, he also urged any, insecure, quote, insecure homophobe to unfollow him if, you know, if you had an issue right. with gay rights, just, like, hit that unfollow button when it comes to Kid Cudi. But it's true. I do think that um, a lot more 
rappers and people in the hip hop community do need to speak out about equality and gay rights a little bit more, um, just yeah. because it's a topic yeah. that doesn't really get no, touched. No, it's often. definitely like. I don't know. That's one of the places where hip hop is weirdly conservative is when it comes to like LGBT issues. Um, and you've even seen that with stuff like Young Thug, you know, like really pushing kind of gender boundaries and Jaden Smith. Yeah. And style. Um, yeah. Yeah. And they've just kind of like been dressing in a way that a lot of people don't perceive as masculine. And so like getting called out for that, which is like so kind of absurd and also like get a life maybe to the people who are saying this because it's just like why do you even have time to worry about what someone else is wearing like that sort of on a fundamental level it's just like what but yeah there's certain there's definitely this conservatism there when it comes to kind of being heteronormative and you know sorry to throw in some annoying (laughs) like liberal media buzzwords but it's just a place like we couldn't it couldn't hurt to be more open-minded it couldn't hurt to be to embrace more people Mm -hmm. you know that's just like fundamentally as we see with events like this it's like the start of all that is being divisive and being hateful so why not spread love people yeah anyway so shout out to kid cutting for speaking out even in a time when you know it's like in a time in an environment when it's slightly riskier here for sure um, and then we're just going to move right on into the injury report, looking back at the people who have taken a hit on and off the court. Um, so let's start off with Steph Curry, not to make this Warriors heavy, but he was getting blind. This is true. And so Steph Curry, um, he actually responded to the flack that he was getting over his so Under Armour sneakers. Like, he released these sneakers, yeah. right? This was like, I think last week, right? Did yes. He dropped the sneakers. Yes. The These all white like, sneakers yeah. that a all Twitter user won. Like yes, well, these sneakers that um that that a Twitter user actually uh, described as orthopedic. What are those? Yeah, I mean that's the look. That's the look. What? Okay, I have an addendum to this Steph Curry Twitter. So basically, Twitter had a ball with these shoes because they're absurd looking, and you know, all these like everyone has their own custom sneakers. Like ninety percent of when artists and athletes yes. or whatever. Yeah. <clears throat> And these shoes, like, for somebody who's arguably one of the greatest players of all time, at least it appears that way this season, these shoes are so, like, they look at, like something you would buy at Payless for your grandparents. Like, it's just not, <laughs> like, not a good look. And the funny thing is, whoever does social media for Pete Carroll, and I know for a fact it's not Pete Carroll himself on Twitter, but his, like, social Natalie media. Natalie just better now. You know what? I have that Seahawks. You have all the other inside knowledge. I have the Seahawks inside <laughs> knowledge. Okay, so just just let me roll with this yes. like little okay, Pete, Pete Carroll insights. Go anyway, for it. so Pete always like dresses like a dad because he is like old. He's like I think the oldest coach in the NFL. Dad one swag. of them. Um, but he always wears the all white sneakers. Um, and so his social media person was like like posted a picture of the shoes and he was like well I don't see what's wrong with them like he was like joking and he was like I love the new Steph Curry shoes and it was clearly like his social media person like making a joke and then they like followed up with it and they showed a picture of Pete Carroll's shoes next to the Steph Curry shoes and of course they looked like almost exactly like I don't know it was amazing at least the Under Armour sneakers have a fan in Pete Carroll Um, and also Steph Curry himself because he ended up uh, wearing them to practice as well as to a uh, I want to say it was an interview before the game. Yeah, it was some kind of press conference. Some type deal. of presser. Yeah. And on it, it, written in, I guess, like black marker was straight fire. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> Which was great. Uh, 
I don't know. You I have was, to believe in your own product. If you have your I own sneakers and you're getting paid for this. <laughs> like, like the you shoes are. should speak for themselves. If they're good, they're good. You don't, like If I take my shoes and I write, wow, these are dope on the shoes, that doesn't make them any But what dope. if it was an art project for Riley and she just decided to defend her I don't think Riley dad. can write yet. <laughs> hey, you never know. If she can be Maybe. like throwing shade at, what, three years old, she'll be... She can do anything in my book. <laughs> maybe, um, yeah. Maybe. And then next up, we have Safari Samuels, who. Well, we've got it's really yes. I was gonna be nicer and say he's actually a rapper, and oh, then say Nicki Minaj is. <laughs> okay. Yes, but I know. Yes. I know he's a rapper. He's and a rapper. Potential and love like, and hip hop Hollywood star. Although, there you go. You see, you see um, how we finesse that. Um, <laughs> he released re- released released a reggae inspired uh, freestyle to designers Panda. And I mean, and fine. Natalie's holding her head. Just, I mean, it's, it's fine. It's headache just, inducing a little bit. Like, why are you remixing Panda anyway? Like, the song itself is like a novelty. I don't. There doesn't even the seem to be is. the core there that even needs to be redone. And then Safari, who you know, it's not exactly a hit maker, <laughs> is trying to like make it into a dance fall song, and it's just he. It just, kind of fell flat. Yeah. And um, then also uh, singer Kevin McCall, who you may have heard um, from Chris Brown collaborations like Strip and also Deuces. Full disclosure, I did not know who he was. <laughs> but but, but I broke it down for Natalie. With, yes, Adele taught me, as she often does. Um, but he is like tight with Chris Brown, so... You know, he one of the world's song. greatest people, Chris Brown. <laughs> yep, and he released this song that is actually related to Chris Brown called Beirucci, a play off of Chris Brown's ex named Carucci. And, you know, trying to figure out the source of this R&B f- <laughs> Okay, Adele. I was waiting she's for been, Natalie's yeah, reaction. At like, this point, I'm just she... doing it to get Natalie's reaction. <laughs> um, but they definitely had some sort of beef, and I honestly can't even pinpoint where it all began. Like, it just has been a hot mess ever since. And, you know, Kevin McCall's still trolling Chris Brown. And he says that he wants to make a black and Asian baby with Karuchi, who was Chris Brown's ex on this record. So, again, it goes back to just wanting to get that reaction yeah. out of someone. You just are basically to rile the someone Kevin up. McCall of this relationship, this podcast. <laughs> basically. There you go. I've just been called the Kevin McCall of this no, podcast. You she's have- definitely not. But it, she's actually, like, funny and good, whereas <laughs> this song, I mean, whatever. I don't even know what this is. It's just dumb. Like, just don't waste your time. Like, th- I think there's something to be said for staying in your lane, you know? Just stay in your lane. You're not going to be on the injury report. Absolutely. Like, he should just, you know, focus focus in on whatever it is that he does during the day. <laughs> Speaking of focus, do you think Snoop Dogg was focused when he threw that pitch at the <laughs> I at the, I think at this Padres game? It was just it was rather askew. I don't like and you know Snoop likes to front like he's kind of an athlete. You know, he's like he's into sports right now. He's coaching some kind of youth football camp, but he shows up at a Padres game and throws the first pitch and it's just like as all the blogs put it, almost as bad as 50 Cent. And, you know, 50 Cent sort of is the legend as far as, like, bad first pitches go. His was just, like, sideways, really. I you know. It? it was amazing because when I first um, saw the clip of Snoop throwing the pitch, uh, I was at a restaurant and they had ESPN on, and then that's when they showed it. And then they put it side <laughs> by side with 50 Cent's oh, pitch, 50 oh Cent's pitch, and... It's almost hard to, to tell who did worse. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
It's like, who threw worse? But then I was looking, and he's this is not the first pitch he's thrown out. You know, Snoop Dogg's been around for a minute. And he's successfully, or at least semi-successfully, thrown a pitch before. As in, he threw it, and the catcher caught it. You know, so, like, it wasn't so off base. So, I don't know what he... He was just, like, on one at this game. Yeah. We love Uncle Snoop. We do. But that pitch just I'm going to let Adele introduce the interviews this week because she just destroyed booking them. Adele has the connects. Adele has the little Brock book. And our guests this week are proof of that. Yes, she does. Adele, (laughs) tell them who we have. Oh, my God. So first up, we have Lakers star, Culver City native, Nick Young. Woo, a.k.a. Swaggy P. A.k.a. the prophet of swag. (laughs) He is going to be on Ballin' Out with us talking about Game 5, possibly collaborating with Little B and how wedding plans are going with Iggy Azalea. So that should be a fun interview. Definitely. Then we are following it up with some quality time with the bass god, Little B. Little B, Brandon McCartney. We got him. He's on here. He's on here. He elucidates the curses. He does. He he gives us all the details. Actually, the bass god elucidates the curses. Oh, yeah. Sorry. The bass god breaks curtain curses. Little B relays those messages to us and you know kevin durant james harden d'angelo russell you might want to tune in you might want to listen to this because you've got some good tips from little b all right so here's the interviews check them out it was the infrastructure now we had this in the streets it ain't no discussion james harden swaggy p running up the budget keep the word at my baby mama mama house what's going on it's adela natalie from billboard welcome to balling out <laughs> How's everything going with you? Everything's good. Everything's good. Please tell me you saw Game Five last night. Yeah, I did. It was a good one. First, good one. Yeah. yeah, I was close. Very, very close. Who are you, who are you rooting for right now? Oh man, um, and uh, it would be biased for me to say nobody, <laughs> but. I actually, do you think he can? Do you think he can pull through with game seven, like game six and game seven? Uh, I think if he if they can get this win at home, it's gonna be very interesting. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. No. Yeah, it, sure. Did you see? There was some like kind of complaining about the refs at last night's game. Notably, Aisha Curry, I think, was tweeting a little bit about. <laughs> Did you did you see that? Nah, nah. They was complaining. Mm-hmm. How did you feel the refs were acting last night? Uh, I think the refs is just gonna—it's always gonna be their fault, you know. <laughs> <laughs> no matter what happens, it's always gonna be the refs' fault, you know. Yeah, I, uh, I do feel they do let. I, I think LeBron do get fouled more than he acts. You know, he is a big mm-hmm. body, and he do flop a lot, but I think he do. He had been getting fouled in the uh, finals. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Do you feel like there would have been a different outcome had Draymond Green not been suspended for Game 5? Uh, well, I do think he, uh, it would have been a different outcome if he would have got suspended during the OKC series. So <laughs> it, wouldn't have been no, it wouldn't have been no Draymond against LeBron. That's an interesting point. Yeah. What's your thoughts so, on um, bandwagon fans, by the way? You know, we saw your tweets <laughs> a couple of days ago. 
Um, that's just the the, the, the the new fans acting like they just, just been so faithful. Don't, <laughs> you know, just talking trash. You know, Twitter acting like they just been down, and they just now got their number thirty zero. I mean, number thirty jersey, and they acting like they got it when he was a rookie. <laughs> yeah, you know. No, for sure. I personally have a little, I don't know, seeing how many people left before the end of the game yesterday, like you looked at the screen and like half of Oracle was out of there. It was like, all right. Oh, for real? Yeah, you know. <laughs> um, I want to go back to, oh, sorry, what were you going to say? No, no, it's just, you know, I, I hit a lot of nerves the other day. Uh, I hit the ones I wanted to hit. They was just coming at me on Twitter bad after that. It was hurt. It was good, though. I like it. I was going to say, do you like talking shit on Twitter just for the reactions that you get out of it? Yeah, you know, I, I love it. You know, I just, people talk trash to us every day. We don't get a chance to, to do it back. So when we do, you know, uh, you got to enjoy it. You got to say, oh, I got them. They're really hurt by this one. Look at them. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That's awesome. I totally sympathize. I feel like I do that too, but I obviously have way fewer followers. So, you know, a little bit less of an impact. (laughs) But I want to go back to what you were saying about the Thunder because I think that's interesting. Why? So, I mean, because obviously that series was really close with the Thunder and the Warriors. What do you think it was that, like, made the Thunder end up losing? I don't know. I don't think you supposed to lose three games in a row, you know, especially when you got them two guys over there and how they was playing. I didn't see that happening, but, you know, it did. You know, that shows the Warriors is Sorry, I think you're cutting out. Would you repeat that last line? uh, It just shows the Warriors is was a was the Warriors that I don't think you're supposed to beat OKC three games in a row. I don't think nobody was supposed to do that. Even hmm. the old Michael Jordan and Pippen could have did that, <laughs> I don't think. <laughs> but once, you know, once you get rattled and it shows OKC got rattled, they didn't hmm. ever recover from it. Yeah. You don't think it had anything to do with Lil V's curse? Ah, yeah, a lot. <laughs> That's the only way you lose that series is you get cursed. The voodoo was on them. <laughs> we heard that you're a little bee like, fan, too. Yeah, that's my man. <laughs> you know that he said that the he's... The curse is real. I know, for sure. That's why I'm on the side, man. <laughs> You know that he actually wants to reach out and, you know, talk about collaborating with you. Has that conversation happened yet? Ah, uh, yeah, you know, we, I reached out to him too, so uh, I think it should, we just gonna work over things, let his management handle things, and we gonna, mm-hmm. it should be something Flaggy T and Little B. I think the world needs that. I think so too. It has a Even nice ring to exactly. it. Exactly, the names sound good together, like. <laughs> We're actually going to be hopping on the line uh, later today with Little B. Is there anything that you wanted to tell him? Uh, tell him, man. Let's, let's do this, man. We need to hurry up and do this this summer, man. You know? <laughs> and let Billboard get that uh, exclusive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
Do you think a, like we need to do an interview together or something? I know for real. Let the world know. That's that's <laughs> that would have been, been the ideal situation. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but in terms of your your actual rap career, when did you start? You know, putting bars together. Oh man, I've been a rapper since I was born. You know? <laughs> Before you could talk, you could rap. <laughs> Before I could talk, no, it was just something to do in the neighborhood. Like we tried everything. I mean, my brother used to hang the recorder up from the from a, uh, like a shoestring tied around a shoestring hanging Aww. up from the ceiling, and he used to just to be in there playing around rapping. So, uh, but you know, it's stuff I took serious. But I could, I think I could handle my own. You know. Like, yeah. Definitely. Who were some of your influences? Yeah. Uh, back then? Yeah. Back then and now. Uh, you know, back then I was a, you know, Mace, Tupac fan. Now I'm a, let me see, so I like, I like, like, Skype, you know, I like, I think Lil B started all this, <laughs> you know, he don't get his credit, you know, like he's supposed to, right. but I think he's the reason for all this new age rap, you yeah. know. What what's come yeah. out in twenty sixteen that you've been into? Twenty sixteen, uh, well, it's been a little, uh, some little Uzi, uh, Drake, Drake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You like the new I'm album? Iggy, I'm listening to Iggy. <laughs> I mean, you have to. You better say Iggy. <laughs> I was gonna be like, you might get in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's about it. Just you know, keep, keep those three in rotation right there. <laughs> Sounds like a good a good balance. Um, oh yeah, and Kanye, of course, Kanye, of course, Kanye. Kanye. I, got, I can't leave off my man. Yeah, you're into the new. You're yeah. into the life of Pablo. It's been a little controversial. Yeah. Not everybody is into it. Yeah, and uh, and plus it's. You know, I don't think a lot of people wanted to sign up the title, too, to get it. So. <laughs> do you have a title you, account? Yeah, I was going to say, do you have a title account? Yeah, yeah, but I got a lot of grief from it, you know, because <laughs> you know, my lady was like, man, you just going to sign up the title for him? You didn't want to do it for me? And then I was like, ah. Oh. You know, ah. <laughs> she ah. caught you, man. You know, I, yeah, so I got a lot of grief from it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, let me see what this title is all about. I'm like, I'm not fine enough for Kanye. I was like, let me see what it's about. I just want to see. But, no, find up at, you know, when he dropped the album on title. So. Right. Kinda Do you was, also have a Spotify yeah. and Apple Music account? No, I don't have all that. I don't have, I don't yeah. have Spotify. Uh, don't, that's work, like Jay Z would love on. you. You don't have Spotify, but you have Title. <laughs> You're gonna yeah. get signed to Rock Nation like that. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to finesse Rock that Rock Nation, Nation deal. You should. Right, you tell Jay Z to holler at me. That's so great. Um, and then lastly, how's the wedding planning been coming along? It's coming along. You know, um, no, it's a little tough because. A lot, you know, and there's a lot of people that want to just come, and it's a lot of privacy you want to do with it. But you know, and she just turned into this uh, what's it called, bride vida, like that. <laughs> that is, yeah, that's sort of a colloquial yeah, term. Yeah. <laughs> so she just been going crazy. So I just man, I, are there no, any happy wife, happy not. life, Nick? Just learned that now. 
But like, are there any parts of the planning that you've really taken over? Like one thing that you need to have one way, you know? This is the food. Cause I don't, tr- I don't trust Australia <laughs> and food and, and and what they think about food. So I just made sure I have to handle that part. Wait, what are you and gonna they, serve? You know, what are you gonna serve? Yeah, we need to know I, the I, menu. I, I don't. Oh man, I don't know. I don't, I'm thinking of. Um, I don't want to be too bougie and get like one lamb chop or something. And I'm thinking about doing soul food. You know, I mean, I'm thinking about doing. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. It's still at the end of the day, she still has a big taste on things. I just yeah, that called argument. So we'll see. <laughs> well, good luck with that. Any other big plans for the off season? Um, no, nah, just you know, taking it day by day, doing you know, doing my thing. Are you in the? Are you hitting the studio at all, even without Lil V? Uh, I got another request, but you know, I'm gonna chill. I'm gonna wait on my options to give out my first, you know, single. <laughs> You're not gonna pull like the Dame Lillard, like upload everything to SoundCloud every week. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah, I can't do that. You know, I gotta be a little more exclusive. You know. <laughs> So, swaggy Free Fridays, sure man. You can make it Swaggy Free <laughs> <Yeah>. Fridays. <laughs> but might just drop it, you know, drop it like Beyonce. Nobody knows you drop. Oh. Exactly. Uh, With your title exclusive now, <laughs> the first baller to drop a visual album on title. Let's get it together, Nick. Let's get it together. Um, but just want to thank you so much for taking the yes, time to speak you. with us and appear on Ballin' Out. This was awesome. I oh. hope have you back soon. And then once you oh, and Little yeah. B get, get it together, you know who to call. I appreciate it. You know, we most definitely call you up. All right. <laughs> Sounds good. Well, enjoy the rest awesome. of your day. Have a good rest of your day. And that was Nick Young, Lakers' very own, who hopped on the Ballin' Out podcast. Thank you so much to Nick, a.k.a. Swaggy P, for his time. And now we're following it up with the one and only base god, Little B. Little B, welcome to Ballin' Out with me, Adele, and my coworker Natalie. How's everything going? Pretty good, pretty good. Doing doing some um, high uh, altitude traveling right now. You know what I mean? I'm glad we got service. <laughs> Wait, are you in a plane? <laughs> uh, what you like? Are you in a plane? No, 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 not in a plane right now. But I'm, I'm in some place. I really don't know the area, but West Coast is like a new, like little city that I'm in, like kind of like some hills. Well, please don't get lost wherever you are. <laughs> no, I, I definitely am lost, and 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 I, and I need it right now. You know, I, I, I've been leaving my phones, leaving stuff, and kind of just getting lost and living some life. So they're really good right now. Really okay, so lost mission. in a good way. Lost in a good way, not lost in a bad way. Exactly. Just consider it an adventure. Hey, <laughs> you know, sometimes some of us, we all, we got so many deadlines and, and we're living life. We're living life like, uh, you know, hey, 12.30 we'll be here, 7 o'clock we'll be here. So it's kind of fun sometimes to get lost. Definitely, I know. Well, yeah, I hope I'm you don't miss any of your deadlines. He doesn't well, have deadlines. Day. Do you have deadlines? Yeah, you know, I definitely have deadlines, but they're, they're deadlines that I give myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, those That's are, the way to yeah. do it, though. 
I wish I only had those kind of deadlines. Okay, let's start with game five. Did you get a chance to watch last night? You know, I, I sadly, I didn't, but I was getting coverage from my inside circle who keeps me up to date, you know, pretty much play by play mm-hmm. um, and what's going on. Yeah, I, I, I heard um, Kyrie Irving, LeBron James exploded without um, Draymond Green being there. Yeah. Uh, I also heard Warriors missed a lot of shots. Um, you know, when we miss shots, rarely uh, we lose games. But, you know, um, I'm, I'm excited to see the next game and, and, and with Draymond Green, Draymond Green being back, what the outcome will be. Are you pledging allegiance to the Warriors? Oh, you know that. Uh, you, you, you know, I've always loved, you know, I always loved the Warriors, always have big support, uh, number one home support for the Warriors. But also, I'm for the game of basketball, and I love seeing other people win and other teams win. So, I mean, if the Cavs play better team ball and they end up winning the championship, I'll be extremely happy for the city of Cleveland and uh, well, Ohio in general. But, um, you know, I'm a Warriors to death, so I already know what the Warriors are about to do. <laughs> Did you ever play sports yourself? Um, you know, I, I wasn't brave enough to play sports early when I was, you know, high school, stuff like that. So when did you start becoming like a super sports head? Um, you know, I've always, I've always been like a, I think a casual sports guy. And I think my sports, um, me being that casual sports guy kind of transcends into why I like basketball, which kind of fits my personality. It's kind of, it's smooth and uh, technical. And, um, you know, as well as it's, you know, it's physical, but it's not all out like football and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, so it it, it really messes with my personality. That makes sense. You've had a crazy couple of weeks because everybody's been calling you up about the Thunder, right? I mean, you've been on ESPN and stuff. Oh, yeah, you know that, man. You know, we, we, uh... You know, we we waiting we, we waiting for TV. You know what I'm saying? TV TV been hitting us all day, all day, and uh, you know, going crazy for us and all that. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's just it's just love, man. You know, I'm definitely just excited for this game of basketball and to be reporting a lot more sports and what I see and what interests me in sports and stuff like that. So that's what I'm really excited about. What warrants a curse from the base god, though? You know, you've had James Harden, Kevin Durant, and now D'Angelo Russell, but what what has to happen in order for a curse to be set in place? You know, that's definitely something um, that's up to the base guy. Me as little B, uh, I can only relay with the base guy tells me. But, you know, it, it, I, I, from what I've seen, I think it's just about being real. Um, and what I mean by that is, I think acknowledging creativity, acknowledging leaders. Um, if somebody creates something, you know, and, and you like it, you acknowledge the creator. You know, if, if, if there's a painting that you like, you should buy the original painting instead of a, a Markoff or a, you know, a, a replica. So that's, that's kind of what I'm taking from, uh, what the base guy is trying to teach them with these lessons of uh, the process that he's doing. 
Yeah, definitely. I saw that you just blessed the Knicks too, right? Yes, definitely blessed the Knicks. Um, I'm, I'm excited to see what's going on with the organization next year, the players, and, um, you know, the, the, the progress. Yeah, Florida Gators actually just uh, hit me up, and I sent them a blessing, and they actually just told me about the progress and said they just got some type of a water, just did something really big. I posted it on my uh, Instagram, so. Hmm. Well, you know, Adele is a really big Knicks fan, so she was happy to hear that. I was going to say, I was like, bless you, bless you, little B, because my Knicks need something. I don't know what it is, but I'll take anything at this point for them to just flourish. There you go. No, there you go. But you know what? They're on their way next year. I'm I'm excited to, you know, I'm excited to see them. You know, catch me at a game. I'll be there. I'll definitely be at a Knicks game. You got to come on the podcast in person then because we're in New York, you know, so. And then we'll set up a meeting with Phil Jackson, too. (laughs) There you go. There you go. And I definitely know that. Yeah, I definitely believe that. So, yeah, that'll be huge. That definitely will be huge. Courtside sees all that, man. You know, know, we we, got to show them that we're making money with this music, man. It ain't nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) You better just stunt, man. Do you have any more diss tracks in the works? Yeah, uh, right now, um, just got some, you know, I'm working back. I just set my studio back up, a baseball studios. So just getting back in the feel and the vibe of music and stuff like that. It's been right. a really um, exciting, uh, different few years for me. So it's been a blessing. I've just been able to kind of live life, do different stuff, learn, as well as have people still extremely interested in uh, in music from me and really wanting music from me and uh, wondering about my music. So that's really uh, special for me and important. And um, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm getting stuff done right now. Got some really exciting projects going on. So, you know, I think this stuff's going to be really good. I think you guys are going to be super happy about it. Yeah. You know who is super happy about it? We just got off the phone with uh, Nick Young from the Lakers and he says, you know, he wants to get in the studio with you soon. Wow, that's so great. Yeah, shout out to Nick Young, man. We definitely got to make that happen. Like, you know, I got so much love for Nick. And I also got a lot of love for D'Angelo Russell because, you know what, regardless, um, that shows his character, you know, when I was on ESPN. And, um, you know, I, I relayed something from the base guide as well as talking on Sports Nation. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he responded to the curse, which actually can be lifted. And I have a feeling it will be lifted. Um, we're just playing a simple, friendly game of 21 with each other. But I think D'Angelo Russell, he made the first step, which was just acknowledging um, Little B and just acknowledging what's going on. And um, he did that. And and also the Lakers, the, the, the Lakers team acknowledged D'Angelo Russell for doing that. You know, they, they, they favorited his tweet, and I think he tweeted it you know, to show support. And the city of Los Angeles was extremely happy. I feel um, that showed that, you know, he's he's a team guy. He said, look, look, I'm not going to be selfish. You right. know, we see what's going on. We know what's going on. So, hey. Well, that's good news for the Lakers. Yeah. So, we are, Lakers so are we yes. lifting this curse off of D'Angelo Russell? No, you know, I, I feel like the curse is pretty much lifted. I just feel like we have to talk and play this game at 21. But mm-hmm. I think the curse can be, you know, I, and really more or less, D'Angelo was just a, a real warning. What I took from this curse, um, 
you know, obviously, you know, when it on Sports Nation ESPN when she was originally cursed, that was kind of like the, the the final end thing. But also, you see, um, no, I, I know for a fact that the base guy doesn't want to curse anybody indefinitely. So when D'Angelo Russell made acknowledgement and 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 showed that he's willing to play out of the love of basketball, and just you know, teamwork and stuff like that. It's kind of hard to curse this guy indefinitely. Right. Well, that's an interesting point. So you can't curse a guy indefinitely, but what about Kevin Durant? So long suffering. I mean, <laughs> yes, that, that's the thing. I, we, we, you know, we, we're, Kevin Durant is a victim of the curse for himself. You know, Kevin Durant, all he has to do is just acknowledge there would be many outlets uh, for us to talk. Um, we both follow each other. There's a lot of different outlets you can reach out to get to me as well as I can get to him. Uh, but, you know, I just think he just is being very stubborn as well as James Harden. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's a sad thing, but yeah, uh, the curse continues. Moral of the story, acknowledge little B. Yeah, I think, but... And you will be blessed. But it is true that if he did reach out to you, it's possible to lift the curse. It's not like, it's totally, like, removable if that happens. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, a reach out is okay, but I think right now what we're looking for is a game of 21 with Kevin Durant. Uh, the reach out for James Harden, I think, might be a little bit easier for the simple fact that his curse wasn't based off the game of 21. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, Kevin Durant is and, and will be, so um, he needs a little more than acknowledgement. But James Harden, I think he can go with a little acknowledgement, and, and, and he may you know, be easing up upon. But uh, same with D'Angelo Russell. I think D'Angelo Russell is probably the clearest out of all of them. Well, that's Well, if D'Angelo is listening, I'm sure he's going to jump for joy. Yeah, he should be pleased. <laughs> but little no, B, yes. for sure, thank you so much for your time today. No, thank you, guys. I, I can't, you know, I, I can't wait to come back up and definitely uh, see you in person and, and come hang out. That would yes, be awesome. Sure. When you're in New York, just give us a shout. Okay. Thank you. All right. All right have a good day. Can I get a witness? Can I get a witness? Thanks, guys. Okay, and that wraps up episode four of Ballin' Out. Can you believe this is episode four, Nat? I cannot. It's really gone by in a flash. And we are just like, we've got a few shout outs on the old Twitter from some people who are listening, which is such a nice feeling. We're so, we're happy to know that you're listening. So definitely give us a shout if you're out there and tuning in. And obviously subscribe on iTunes. Obviously, Go check to out all our stuff. for all your content needs. Exactly. And you we'll know. see you guys next week. Next week. Deuces.